The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to the Crossman Conversation, CEO edition, offering insights, wisdom, and counsel from the most respected CEOs. Here is the host of the Crossman Conversation, CEO edition, John Crossman. Hello, this is John Crossman with the Crossman Conversation, the CEO edition. My guest today is Edgar Jones, who's a principal with uh, Edgar Jones and Company. Edgar, thanks for being with us today. My pleasure, John. Great to be with you. So first off, Edgar, tell us a big picture. What are your thoughts on the real estate market today? You know, it's interesting. You had obviously given me this question um, earlier to think about. And, you know, I am sure uh, a, a professional uh, who's been in the business as long as you have and, and as long as I have, we've all gone through some difficult times. And and, and truthfully speaking, uh, difficult times in every industry is normal from time to time. And those people who get into the real estate industry in the easy times, most of them probably don't make it when the times get rough. You know, I, I, I so I, even though there are aspects of the current real estate industry, you know, capital markets and things like that, that are um, problematic, uh, everybody needs to work hard and think about how to overcome those obstacles. And the people who uh, take responsibility for figuring that out, they're, they're the ones that do well. Um, obviously, there's some lessons to be learned. One of the big lessons that just about everybody knows and, and not necessarily always um, adhere to it is that um, uh, you need to not over leverage anything you get into. Um, if you do, you're you're playing with fire. At some point, that's going to come back and, and bite you in the butt. And that goes back to where I the first point I was making is when you get into the industry, when things are good, you think they're always good, and uh, and that you think that um, it's because you're smarter than anybody else. But when the when the market turns on you, and you have over leveraged because you think you can make more money that way. Uh, the world bites you in the butt. And um, so I, anyhow, I, I, the markets, it's got its aspects that are good and it's got its aspects that are difficult. That's just about always the case. But for us, for what I'm doing right now, uh, I, I'm, I'm pleased with where we are. We've passed through a difficult time with COVID. It really affected what, what I was doing big time. And I know you know that, John, but um, we've come out the other side in a better position. Wait, let me let me respond to what you said, Edgar. First off, thanks for saying that. Like, if any human being needed to hear what you just said, it's me. I really appreciate it, um, <laughs> because you know I, I was thinking a similar thought this morning that you know there's a lot that I'm grateful for. There's some stuff that I find super frustrating and hard. And you're right that uh, in those moments, the creativity, the pain that that can create, can create solutions. And so. I really, really love um, that perspective that you're giving. That's that's good insight. And on the leverage side, it's that's a funny one too. It's like, you know, the most I've put debt on a deal is sixty uh, percent, and um, I'm I I uh, very sort of anti debt and the, the but I do have some, and the some I have like bugs me extremely. Like you know, to the point it keeps me up at night. But it's but it's not that much. But that's but it's sort of that's but that comes from point because I'm anti debt. 
And uh, if I was over leveraged, well, yeesh, I, can, I can't even imagine how bad that must feel. Well, you probably sleep better at night not being more than 60% leveraged. Yeah, that's right. There's and people sometimes that, you yeah. probably feel better. It would be less than that. But, you know, that's a reasonable number. And if the market goes in the tank for a while, you can probably live through that unless there are other issues and right, maybe right. it lasts longer than anticipated. But, you know, we've seen several bad times. And, and uh, in, 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 in recent years, certainly for us, John, the 2007-8 period, but, you know, that turned around fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, but those people who were super over leveraged, they, they fell by the wayside. Oh, it was over. Uh, typically. You know, yeah. if yeah. you've ever done any uh, research on the terrible tragedy at Chernobyl, Chernobyl the saddest thing mm-hmm. to me was the firemen, because the firemen got their thing and they're just putting a fire out. And they're immediately covered with radiation and they were gone. And there, there was an interview with the guy who said he saw the radiation pouring onto the firemen and not able to let them know, like, you're dead. And, and during 08, 09, I would meet with people where that's what I was thinking. I was thinking they're dead and they don't know it yet. Like, you yeah, know, I, right. I, can't, I can't tell you how many times someone would tell me about this project. It was a $100 million project. And I'm like, it's a $20 million project. Like, it's over, right? So... But you're right, that exuberance, well, greed can get people in a bad place. Well, and I do believe it's people who've, um, who've gotten into the industry when things were easier, you yeah. know, where you didn't need to worry about the fact that you were over leveraged. It was the, you know, seen as a good thing. And the problem is that a lot of people become arrogant uh, about how smart they, they are. I have a story that I, I it's too long to tell now. But it, 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 it demonstrated the fact that um, people aren't as smart as they think they are. Market has a lot to do with making you look smart. So be humble <laughs> and remember right. that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, go ahead and tell us, uh, tell us about the big project you're working on right now. We've got a couple minutes to so tell us what's going on with it. Well, um, back in uh, around uh, early part of 2018, my partner, who you know, Bob uh, Gorlow, um, we got a call about property in, uh, in the Melbourne area, Florida, and um, he decided to go up and take a look at it and um, was blown away uh, in so many respects that this property was just where it probably needed to be at a time when it needed to, it had the opportunity to be a, a successful project. Um, in short, it's uh, located. It's a it, currently it's a 225 acre parcel. It didn't start off that big, but but we've added um, a couple parcels to it that brought it up to 225 acres in in total. Uh, and it's located um, at a very strong location uh, at 95 uh, US, you know I 95 and US 192 on the west side of of 95. The issue was the west side of 95 was basically cows and not much more than cows. And so taking the the uh, position that we were going to develop that was a bold step at the at the time, but we we were sort of creating our own market. Uh ultimately we got it approved for in the range of uh 2500, 26, 2700 multifamily units. Um 350,000 square feet of uh, retail, um, a couple of two to three hotels, 
and um, some office, whatever that is. And, you know, as, as you know, that you can uh, develop more of one thing and less of another. So it just, you know, you just have to let the market tell you what you can do. In any event, uh, uh, there's a there's a case where we thought we were pretty smart and uh, and got started on the project. You know, ultimately, we were not able to close until March, excuse me, until August of 2019. Uh, and things looked very bright. We already had our first parcel under contract uh, uh, for 300 uh, multifamily units, and that project uh, was closed. Uh, basically one year later after getting permits and, and all the necessary document, documents to, 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 to build. Uh, they started in, in uh, uh, I guess that was uh, 2020, August, September of 2020. And as everybody knows, we went into COVID. And so we weren't as smart as we thought we were. COVID got the best of us for a while, and obviously a couple of years, but things that we had um, uh, anticipated uh, didn't happen because you know, our, our retail uh, expectations were dashed because that market went away. Hotels were out, uh, and we still you know, kept the 300-unit project going, and it's up and operational. It was very successful. But you know, if you can live through the difficult times, which we basically did, uh, things have come out the other side very strong. So our pricing for the initial 300-unit um, project that we sold the land to, for uh, has now increased by significant amounts, numbers that we never expected. Uh, so we're very pleased where we are. We currently uh, have sold a site of 20 acres for another uh, 534 units that will start construction either the end of this year, early next year, depending on when permits are, are received. Uh, and we have under contract another 12-acre parcel for 320 units. Uh, that is the developer is hard for that purchase, and we expect uh, that uh, we'll close that toward the end of this year after permits uh, have been obtained. We have um, uh, a retail uh, parcel that is under contract should close uh, by the end of the year for uh, convenience and gas station. But we also have uh, a QSR, quick service restaurant, under contract. We expect that to close before the end of the year. Plus, we've received, and I can't go into names, but we've received um, strong indications we, for several other restaurants that will go uh, on 192. We have under contract a, a hotel developer for two hotels that are the the big names and in, in, in operators. So we look very um, positive in that regard. That would be for 200 and I don't know, close to 50 units uh, keys. Edgar, we're going to take a quick break. Can we? Can you pause real quick there? Can I come right back? Is that okay? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, this is John Crossman, the Crossman Conversation, CEO of We're going to take a quick break. Be right back with Edgar Jones. 
Managing a team that has a lack of accountability and effective communication can be frustrating. Bill Roto-Rooter can help you build a cohesive team and a collaborative work environment. As a retired commander of the Navy's premier training system and research development organization, Roto has the experience to help you build trust and a high-performing team as you navigate high-pressure situations. To schedule a complimentary call with Roto, go to rotospeaks.com and complete the form and put the Crossman conversation in the message field. Here's a call to those who want to make an impact on their company, their community, or who possess a desire to make the world a better place. Crossman Career Builders provides the tools and resources for you or your company to make a difference on some of the toughest issues that we all face. Crossman Career Builders partners with CEOs, politicians, and pastors seeking to address problems of racism, mental health, addiction, justice, and suicide. CrossmanCB.com. At JLL, we are reshaping the future of real estate for a better world. For over 250 years, our firm has remained committed to offering trusted and innovative solutions in commercial real estate leasing, management, investment strategies, and technology. JLL.com. See a brighter way. Once again, here's John Crossman. We are back here at the Crossman Conversation, the CEO edition with Edgar Jones. And Edgar, I'm sorry I interrupted you. You were in this tear of all these super <laughs> awesome things you've got going on there. 192, I-95 um, in Brevard County. And you've got retail, you've got hotel, you've got uh, apartments, and uh, it it's coming together. So you had a little bump with uh, COVID, but now it seems like it's really blowing and going and making it happen. Yeah, well, that bump was a little bit more than a bump. (laughs) I think we're past that now, and there's a a strong interest in the project. A lot of work is going on now on the site, so it's certainly looking a lot better than it did a few years ago. So Space Coast Town Center, if somebody, uh, a broker or developer out there is interested so they can contact you, or or how should that go if somebody's interested? Well, they certainly always can contact me, but the broker uh, that is representing us is Metro Commercial. Uh, I know you know Rod Kasten, who's with with, uh, Metro Commercial, and oddly enough, my son, Cooper Jones, is, uh, is the broker that's working specifically on this site, amongst other things, but he's the one that's handling the day-to-day efforts with regard to Space Coast Town Center and killing it, as yeah. you say. No, listen, Rod and Cooper are the, are the real deal, two of my favorite people in the business, so um, I'm so glad about that. Edgar, uh, we've got a, just a handful of minutes left here, and I really wanted to get back to you. You've already given some really great wisdom on life lessons in the business. Um, do you have other advice if you know we've got you know MSRE students from UF listening to this, or from undergrad at FSU, or kids from FIU in real estate, and they're they're wanting to graduate, they want to become CEOs, they want to become big time leaders. What are the what are the traits that you think they need to be thinking about and they need to be developing to become great leaders in our real estate industry? Well, you know, I, I've had a chance to think about this a little bit because you did give me the heads up that you were going to ask the question. And, you know, it's a very interesting question, that one that I contemplate after being in this business for I don't know, a lifetime, if you will. And I think that's something like 40 or 50 years, whatever. It's been a long time. But, you know, when I got in the business as you got in the business the world was very different. I mean, the real estate world was very different. You know, you didn't have the the big name real estate companies. Um, it was a different world. But one thing that, uh, as I look back on it, uh, 
came came to me is that we all assumed that we were going to be responsible for ourselves. You know, my father said to me um, later in his life, he said, I plan to spend my last dollar the day I die. So don't count on money from me. <laughs> um, and I think that's, uh, you know, I didn't like hearing that because I'd like to inherit a lot of money. Right. But it's a life lesson to know that at the end of the day, you are personally responsible for yourself. And I think we have a different mindset today than we did back a bunch of years ago. Maybe some ways better, I don't know. But the point is that personal responsibility, you know, being responsible for your own actions. And we all go through times that are difficult. There's no question about it. But if you, if you take an attitude of being the victim, you, you'll never come up with solutions. You just need to know under the worst of times that you're responsible for yourself and you need to figure it out. And when you look back and read any book that's written about a great person, and I can guarantee you that person went through hell in their lives at one time or another, and they came out on the other side because they took responsibility for their lives. I, I, I guarantee you every every book, every person who was great had difficulties. So I think that is one of the most important things uh, for anybody in, in, in life, to, to take responsibility for themselves, even under the worst of times, even when they've been wronged. For whatever reason, you need to just gut up and, and figure out how to overcome that, that negative situation. So that I think that's the most important thing. I think another thing that I see that um, is critically important, and that is uh, the ability to communicate. You know, today we spend, or, you know, the young group of today, you know, spend a lot of time on, uh, on their iPhones doing texting that is, uh, lacks a great deal of c communication ability. In other words, you're not honing your ability to communicate. And, you know, when I was uh, getting out of school and going to work, um, I put myself in position that were uncomfortable. I've, I've never been a comfortable person to stand up in front of a crowd and give a speech or, you know, be, be the center of attention. I really don't like that. But and some people do love it. You know, most of the time, you don't want to hear from them because they talk too long. But but the point is that I put myself in positions to have to do it. I, I in in for anybody the ability to communicate one on one with somebody, one on two, one on four, one on six, one on eight, one on a thousand is critically important. And you know that those people who are most successful in their lives have the ability to communicate. They can look you in the face, stare you in the face, and tell you something sometimes you don't want to hear, but you really appreciate that they said it and, and, and said it in a way that makes sense. So honing your communication abilities are important. And that isn't just verbal. That's written communication. One thing that I think a lot of people have lost, we, we just don't expect our, our, our students today to, to write. And it, it's critically important. I, I was never a particularly good writer, and today I probably don't consider myself a great writer, but I have learned to communicate in writing and orally as well 
better than than I did, you know, 50 years ago when I first got into the business. So I think those two things are important. And then right up there, something this is important to be an, um, uh, a CEO in the future, and that is integrity. If you don't have integrity, uh, people know it. People see it. That's for sure. They don't want their leader to, to lack integrity because that is a formula for disaster. So I, I think um, great, great uh, stuff. I think that's right up there with the important uh, attributes of a person who's going to be a leader in the future. And I do think you, you have to care. And um, I guess that's the uh, last thing on my list is not that it's the last, but it's it's right up there in the top four or five things that I think about is being a caring person. So I, I think those are the those are the most important things that I think uh, anybody should strive to hone as they uh, go through life and and work on their careers. Well, Edgar, I think once again you crushed it. I think that uh, first off, I think I needed to hear what you said. I, I think personally, I needed to hear this message today. So thank you. It's a blessing to hear that. It's hard to hear it, but it's good dad advice, and and I appreciate it. And it's good counsel for people. And I think all of your points are just fantastic. The one I'll say about communication is I had a guy uh, a month ago, a broker, texting me about a $70 million deal, and he would text me, not email, and his texts were written like he was 15 years old. And I mean, I, yeah. I, I couldn't take the thing seriously because I was like, it was ridiculous. It was it? so ridiculous, you know, not able yeah. to communicate. So I think that's awesome. And listen, when I think about integrity, I always define it as truth plus action. It's like seeing that what needs to be done and then doing it. And, and Edgar, you are one of those guys. So thank you so much for being across my conversation. You got a busy schedule and I appreciate taking a, the time to be with us. My pleasure. Have, have a great day, uh, John. Thanks, Edgar. I'll be in touch with you. Thanks. We'll be back. Crossmark Services is a commercial real estate firm offering a wide range of professional services, including advisory, brokerage and leasing, investing, and property management. Our staff comprises the industry's most seasoned professionals who possess the needed knowledge in real estate investments, analysis, and portfolio management to drive growth. See how Crossmark can work for you. That's CrossmarkServices.com. At JLL, we are reshaping the future of real estate for a better world. For over 250 years, our firm has remained committed to offering trusted and innovative solutions in commercial real estate leasing, management, investment strategies, and technology. JLL.com. See a brighter way. Once again, here's John Crossman. We are back for the final segment of the Crossman Conversation, the CEO edition, regarding uh, the comments from Edgar Jones. Mike, that dude is solid. He was very interesting. A lot of what he said, I just I took notes, like staying out of debt. How important is right, that? Right, right. Like, well, in the combination of humility, like, you know, you know, sometimes uh, great markets can make us all look smart, right? And it yeah. doesn't, doesn't mean it's us, you know, so I love that. And I just love the personal responsibility thing. Yeah, you know? I took that as well. I mean, that's something that people just don't do in this day and age. It's always easier to kind of pass the buck and point the finger, right? Yeah, but, I, but I, you know, like as much as like I hear that and I agree with him and I agree with you in my own life, sometimes I can be, I can be the, yeah, I can be the victim. Easy. I can be like, yeah. man, this is so frustrating. But like for him to turn that, like turn that pain, I love the line, show me a great person and they've been through hell. Mm-hmm. And I was like... That is real. I mean, that's just real. Yeah. 
And the ability to communicate something that uh, is so important. And a person that hits, let's say, success in business sometimes can easily think, well, I don't have time for that. Those little details of communication. But that's where that's the secret sauce, isn't it? I I had a a broker I emailed with recently. And and, and Mike, every time he ends a sentence, he'll just like email one sentence and he emails it dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, what? are you saying as a period? Or are you saying that as a... To be continued. <laughs> right? Like, what are you saying? Yeah. And it's like, when I actually got on the phone with him, he was a lot better. But I, I, I said to Christy, I'm like, why does he end every sentence? Dot, dot, dot. It was yeah. just so weird. But again, like, that's what Edgar's talking about. There's a, yeah. there's a, there's a, you know, texting with your friends is one thing, but when you're communicating and you're communicating people generationally, you know, I, one of the things that makes me crazy is uh, younger brokers, business people text me, text me, text me. And I'm like, hey, I need you to email that to me because they're asking me something and it's like, well, I need to forward that to someone, right? So again, texting has its place, but I need it emailed, yeah. you know, like an understanding the difference between those two and like, who are you trying to talk to? I think in this day, mitigating for... Uh, generations uh, for different generations because the young people today aren't into email as much as yeah. what uh, those of us that are older are. And so, yeah, we got to, we got to mitigate all that. Yeah. You got to be able to, well, if you're a business person, you got to be able to communicate with who you want to communicate with. Like if I wanted to send a letter to someone I'm trying to do business with and they're in uh, Germany, it's my responsibility to translate my letter to German and then send it to them. It's not my responsibility to send it to England. This and then they're responsible right. to translate, right? So you have to translate to the language in the situation. Um, gosh, I just I love that. You know, Edgar was different. You know, that was a little different vibe than some other CEOs we talked to, and yet he was right on point. So he is very good, very good. All right, well, uh, Mike Gillen, thanks for being here with me. Uh, this is John Crossman, the Crossman Conversation, the CEO edition. This has been the Crossman Conversation CEO Edition with your host, John Crossman. Tune in next week for another talk with an experienced CEO that will help bring clarity to your business endeavors. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.